Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's happening? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. You are just glowing. You have so much, so much happening in your world, literally inside of you, outside of you. In the atmosphere. So you're 32 weeks pregnant. Is that what you said? I am. Yeah. Eight weeks to go. um, And little man will be here. I can't. I was talking to my husband this morning. I was like, are, are you excited for him to get here? Cause I gush about it like a little bit more. Um, and he's just like, I am, I just, it blows my mind to have no idea what to expect. And he likes to know what to expect. So we're on this journey. It's you're going to love it. It's crazy. It's really literally like parenthood is the greatest journey ever. You're going to be such a great mom. Thank you. I can't wait. I'm here for all the advice. So if you have any to pass my way, I'm, wide open. I don't, I literally don't. I think the greatest advice I could give you is like, get all the information and resources that you need to make you feel comfortable. Like, cause it's like learning a whole new language and world, but like this baby, I believe chose you to be its mom and your dad. And I believe that like you are perfectly equipped just the way you are with the instincts that you have. And you know, it's just about fostering that little spirit that's coming here because you're going to be the best guide for it. And then you're going to give it the coolest life. For sure. Yeah. We're going to have a little bus baby. I'm like, I hope that he has just like the most free spirit. Maybe he'll be a little like, you know, music weirdo, like his dad and I um, are, I just, I really want him to be super creative. So even as we're like picking out clothes, I'm just like, what's the weirdest little combination we can put on him? You know, I want him to just be completely free of inhibition. Are you far out in your brain? Far out in my brain. (laughs) Um, 
I have far out moments, you know, it's like, I, I like a combination of all the things. So even with like clothes, it's like, how do we blend a little like super chic, but with a little bit of like nineties grunge and let's make sure that that works together. You know, I have to have like a combination of all the things. Okay. So I just, everyone in the world loves if I die young. I mean, it's like that was, was that like one of those songs that like was the biggest song in the world at a moment? Like it was like huge, you know, like there's like, I interviewed Walker Hayes and he was like, fancy, like was literally the biggest song in the world at one time. And I feel like if I die young was on that level, it's like a monster song. I think in like 2010 is the year that it came out. So around 2011, it felt pretty, um, pretty much everywhere, but that was a crazy year because house that built me and need you now were also out in that calendar year. It was like a monumental song year. It was massive, a huge song year. Um, And then I think like the Lumineers had Hey Ho out on pop radio. So it was just this moment in culture, I feel like, where everybody was gravitating to just a really good right, you know? Yes. So and you and your brothers, y'all, you're, were y'all just always in a band, like growing up? Are you musical? Your parents musical? Like, did it just start from birth? (laughs) Our first show, I was 15 years old. I was in 10th grade. Um, Reed was 10 years old and Neil was eight. So like our parents were really, really involved because we would rehearse in the living room at our house. Um, And so all of a sudden it was like our family's lifeline and the creative lifeline just all got so intertwined. And we started booking shows that year and just really didn't stop until COVID. (laughs) You know, so it just started and it snowballed like when it started to roll, did it just roll? It did. I mean, it was very it was really, really slow at at the get. Um, We lived down in Mobile, Alabama at the time. So some of our earliest performances were at like, you know, crawfish boils, um, shrimp festivals, like all of those really humble, sweaty outdoor gigs in Alabama. Um, And when I graduated from high school, we ended up moving to East Tennessee. So about four hours east of Nashville. Um, My parents always wanted to live in the mountains and we kind of um, clung together. So that's what landed us in East Tennessee. But I would start to make the trips over to Nashville to really learn the art and craft of songwriting with other co-writers. And yeah, that's really when we started meeting people and like put together songwriting with live performance. And then eventually um, I wrote a song called If I Die Young and some folks started and were like, I don't think you're the rock band that you think you are. I think that you're a country artist. It's inside of you and we just need to like help you coax it out a little bit. So you thought you were a rock band from the start. Oh, yes. And that's why then y'all went to the rock side like after like if i die young exploded you guys said we're gonna we're going rock pop like what what you're like i want to do another my what i feel like i'm actually called to do rock what happened what was the journey there so we put out two projects um in commercial country music our first was self-titled and then a record called pioneer Pioneer had like Better Dig 2 on it, um, done. Yeah. And those really started to speak a little bit more to our rock roots. So I felt like everything that we felt like we are at our core happened for us in country music. But the other thing that was happening at the same time is that the bro country wave was like coming in like a tidal wave. And there were a lot of people surrounding us in that moment on the business side who were like, well, you have to compete with bro country. So you're going to have to get more masculine and here, cut this song called Chainsaw, which no disrespect to the song, to be fair, I still love playing the song live, but 
in that moment, I just did not feel like it defined where where we had already been, like what brought us to the dance or where we wanted to take it from there. And so we were just having all of these backroom roundtable discussions about like, we don't need to change who we are to compete with this new trend. We just have to hold steady here and understand that we've carved our spot, you know? Um, but it got really sideways because I think we were still young enough to want to keep everybody happy. And so it's like, we'll explore certain things. But I think in the middle of that, you just really start to lose your creative core and sense of self. Yes. Um, and the very, very long story short is that ended up taking us to LA for a minute because we were confused in our business here and um, just never landed in the pop side in the way that I think we needed to, to continue to do business there, you know? So in about, oh, I remember it was like Thanksgiving of 2019. I was like, I want to go home. I want to go back to Tennessee. I'm ready to get back home to country music. And um, COVID for me provided like a nice little pause to get really reacquainted with the front porch and my acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. What was it like living out in LA? Is that where you were living? Yeah, we lived out there for about three years. Um, with I your love- brothers? Did you live with your yeah. brothers? Y'all yeah, get along we- so well. I mean, y'all can like do everything together and like still really like each other, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do, which is also like why this sort of pause moment, everybody pursuing individual creative and life is nice because we just have never given ourselves the luxury of distance. Um, so it's cool to see everybody really growing and standing on their own too for maybe the first time ever. Um, LA was a cool season. I mean, I feel like we learned a different side of the writing craft. We met a lot of our heroes and people that we love. Um, you know, Max Martin and Mike Dean, just like all these really cool people. And that was a bucket list thing for sure. Um, but I was just ready to come home. I feel not that it's a security blanket, but I feel safe in country because I feel most myself here. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so it was just a good time for me to come back and get recentered. Isn't that true? It's all about a feeling to me, at least. Like now that I'm turning 40 this year and I've lived like a million lives, we were actually reminiscing uh, how I have known you because we did Family Feud the same day in LA. <laughs> you were like walking, you were going to it. And we had just finished, I think. We we're like, I saw you in the hotel room. You said that was like a, a memorable day for you, but it's like, everything's about just chasing a feeling like what feels good, what feels right, what feels home, what feels not, you know, but I do want to hear, I want to hear about your day, your family feud day. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think we ended up seeing each other. Yeah. We were leaving to get in the sprinter or whatever you guys had just wrapped. I was like, tell me everything, you know? I grew up loving Family Feud, um, but that day, so we were like down, I can't remember how many rounds there are, but like right before the very last round, I think we had like zero, exactly zero points. And then our team just like killed it in the last round, which put me and Reed into Fast Money, or is that what it's called? Um, Or like Fast Answers, the Fast Money. Um, So Steve Harvey asked me like the five questions or whatever, and I ended up scoring like 126 points. Go girl. Like went down in history in that moment. It's like the record, you know, does that feel so good? Do you like to beat records? Is that a thing? Like, does that feel good for you? Highly competitive. You know, this was like a dream come true. Dream come true. And I'll say of like anything that anybody knows me for that family feud episode has been the most commented thing. Like people come up randomly in an airport and are like, I saw you on family feud. Congratulations. You know, 
It's like the thing that people. Did you have a question that you answered that people remember? Or do they just remember that moment when you like were the ringer? It was the moment. It was the point spread. Yeah, it was like, oh my gosh, 126 points in fast money. I can't believe it. So Reed only had to come in and basically get four points for us to win. And he the did. Game. And he did. Yeah. Good. Well, you know, because I mean, even though you got the big points like that, those four points matter. Could have been a massive choke. <laughs> 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 so I'm remembered on my family feud episode because Steve Harvey, I got asked a question. It was something to the effect of sexual positions. Mm. Yeah. So here comes me. I'm like the last one that has to answer. I grow up. I mean, I'm not trying to talk about this on TV, you know? So yeah. I was like trying to covertly say doggy style. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> like, well, if you're married, and you can do it from behind. Right. <laughs> and it went, that was like that moment. I was just, it's just in locked in time. I'm like, people will come up to me. There's like a clip of it. And I'll, they're like, I, same thing. I saw you on Family Feud, but like mine's absolutely humiliating. I'm like, that was not my Family Feud moment. You had the moment you wanted. <laughs> that question in the game called Family Feud, when you're on with your family at a family friendly show. Maybe not the best question to ask. Like, Agreed. Thank you. Awkward. <laughs> yes. You were you were teed up for the humiliation on that one. I feel for you. Absolutely. Yes. Can really. Yes. But I mean, those kind of moments are cool. Like I have had my own version of chasing my dreams for 20 years. And it's like where the dreams lead you and the lessons that you learn along the way and yeah. the different chapters you experience. Because like here you are now coming out with if I die young part two, who would have ever dreamed that this would happen? You know, like how did this happen? You know, like who could have ever thought this would be where your, your journey has led you. It's so cool. It's so, but you could never have dreamed this up 20, 15, 15 years ago. Right. Or even like a, a year and a half, to be honest, like that was never, it's not like a long-term idea that I had that I kept tucked away somewhere in my brain. I, Last summer was having um, brunch with a good friend of mine. Her name is Tamara Conniff. Um, she's a publisher at AMR Songs. And we I did a catalog sale. So we now share um, the copyright of If I Die Young, the, the OG. And we were celebrating. And she was just like, hold on. Have you ever thought about writing a sequel to the song? Because clearly you didn't die young. Which, first of all, I was like, rude. Oh. I'm still very young. Rude. I feel like I still... That could happen. You're um, so young. How old are you? <laughs> I'll be 40 this year, too. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah, when's your birthday? July 30th. I'm July 12th. Are I mean, you you're Cancer or Leo? Yeah, I'm Cancer, yeah. But you're on the cusp. I'm, yeah, I'm a cusp girl. Um, and my sister-in-law, her birthday is July 12th, and my husband's grandmother's birthday is also July 12th. Wow. So there's like, I believe in numbers and patterns. So that has always blown my mind, but I love a July baby. So happy early birthday. Hi, thank you. you too. Um, Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Yeah, and so what was, where were we even going? I mean, I can get off on camera. We were talking about you a year and a half ago. We're talking to your publisher friend, your publisher (laughs) who said part two. Who said I was too young to? Oh yeah. Too- <laughs> yeah, and, yes. Dude, yeah, we just, really sidetracked. I'm terrible. I'm like squirrel, and then I forget. Same. Um, but she was like, I would love to hear a second version or second chapter to the song from the girl that wrote it, but did not die young. Like, are you still thinking in the same way? Have you changed your opinion? What is your life? looking like like the boy here in town did you marry him you know um and when she said it i was like that's- wow because that is an unanswered song because you didn't die young but who would have thought it yeah oh, that's right. so awesome yeah so i like thought it was a genius idea and also a terrifying thought so why terrifying <laughs> just because the first song was such a like ubiquitous big moment and it's meant so much to so many people. So I never wanted to rob anybody of their original feelings about that song or um, like not validate it in some way, but it also felt like a really truthful thing to update it. And um, and maybe I, that's just a song that can, can move in that way, you know, for sure. Not every song can have that kind of like expansion with it, but that if I die young, like I love if I die young, like I am like everyone else. I love it. And the part two does not take away from the, if I die young experience to me, it's all, it's like, you know, like legally blonde and legal one, two, they're both so good. And they're (laughs) such a good, it's like a, it's like you needed that next part. It's like, this is totally just the next part to it. It's cool to see. Yeah. And over a decade later, and it's, it's been really cool to see a lot of the feedback from fans like, Oh, we grew up with this chorus, you know, it's an interesting thing because I feel like I grew up with this chorus. Like I, I've experienced it in so many different ways because live every night, it's just a party when we play it. You know, it's not like a somber sort of singer songwriter moment in a bedroom in East Tennessee, which is where I wrote it, you know? So it's, it's really ironically um, had a life of its own, which has been really cool to be a part of. Did you think you were going to die young when you wrote it? No, I don't. I don't think that I had a fear of that or any sort of um, sense that that was going to happen. I think for me, it was just more like, I mean, I've done some therapy on the reason behind why I would have written it. (laughs) Do you you feel like sharing that or no? Is that private? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, with some work, I think um, I realized that something I was unconscious of at the moment where it was like, I had all these dreams. I wanted a family. I wanted a, a life in music, but I couldn't see it from that bedroom in East Tennessee at that year. I just like, it felt very far away. So it was almost like the idea of a young death 
almost felt more romantic than dreams not coming true. Because oh, you had these big dreams, but you just couldn't see how they could happen. Yeah, I was like, I guess it's okay if it all ends here. That's better than like the dream not coming true. Yeah. And it wasn't a dark moment. It felt almost like a, I always had described it as like a moment of contentment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, let's not hedge our let's not hedge our bets on our dreams. Like we just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and finding them and then embrace all the seasons of like highs and lows that eventually get us to the fulfillment of our, of our dream. That's the human experience. You know, it's not all romance and it's not all tragedy. It's like a combination of the two. <laughs> it is, it's a dance. Like you said earlier, man, yeah. that's so cool though, to have the part two, because now you can see where the dreams have led you, you know, 10 years later, yeah. it's like, what you couldn't see was that wall. And so you thought, well, okay, maybe this is this, this could be it or something, whatever. But it's like, but now you actually are writing it from the perspective of the woman who can see where it goes. Cause look at all the things that have actualized. Totally. And you know what, the next decade, like I can't see 10 years in the future from now, like there's going to be even more reasons to be grateful that I haven't died young, you know, and all the blessings and the people that are in my life, you know, if I live to be 200, it'll still be too early. So that just felt like a really important sentiment to bring into this, this bloom era and to make that statement as the first one from my solo voice felt like an important thing to do. It does. What is blooming? Tell me why bloom, why bloom? Cause bloom is so big, but like you really, it's a big bloom for you. Like it's a, this is a big bloom. I feel you're blooming. <laughs> well, I moved to Nashville. Um, for the you did first a lot time. of changes. Yes. Got married, moved here. We have a baby on the way. Um, lots of life changes, but to me, what feels like the blossoming is for all of those real life dreams to be intersecting with my creative dreams. And Really just taking ownership of my solo voice for the first time ever, you know, like I've gone from predominantly and psychologically feeling like a daughter and a sister, which had been the majority of my life to like, um, maybe I'm a late bloomer, but to really feeling like a wife and a mother and a, a businesswoman, like in charge of everything that's going on in my universe. And it's just a different sense of arrival, which feels like blooming different sense of arrival. You're fully stepping into your womanhood. Better late than never. (laughs) I'm a late bloomer. I feel like I'm just coming into it. Like in my late thirties, I it's, it's like owning it, but even knowing who you are and what you want to own and like figuring it out, like what feels good. Like you moved home to Nashville, you were homesick, you know, it's like even knowing you had to go to LA and experience that to know what you missed, you know? Right. To learn my preferences. Preferences. I was always the kind of person that would be like, if somebody says, do you want Mexican food or Italian food? I'd be like, whatever you want, you know? Same. And it's just like, we so um, casually give these pieces of ourselves away. And so I had been in a moment and I was just like, wait, because I had gone through a divorce a handful of years ago, uh, my first marriage. And I think in like 2018 and at the end of it, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't even know what my preferences are anymore. So really took those handful of years after to go, let me maybe establish for the first time, reestablish, maybe establish for the first time, like Kimberly. And part of that for me was getting back in touch with my creative core. If I had a young part two became an important part of that because 
the OG, if I had a young as something I could always go back to as a solo, right? To be like, oh, that's how I hear melody and that's how I feel lyric. So that was a great sort of North Star to have creatively. But all the other things I had to figure out for sure. Where do I want to live? In Texas or Tennessee? You know? Texas, like, why Texas? I just wanted to marry Texas and bring him to Tennessee. So that's what we did. So your husband's <laughs> from Texas. He is, yeah. How'd y'all meet? Um, Reed and Neil and I were down in Dallas in October of 2020, making music with some guys down there. And my husband was living in Austin at the time, but was friends with our producer. And so he came up one weekend. He met me on Friday night, but I met him on Saturday because I had had too many martinis to remember. Um, <laughs> that's that's a good song, actually. <laughs> and uh, so but I immediately he walked into brunch. He's like six, five, bleach blonde hair. And I just honestly, like immediately fell in love with him, which is not something that I, it's not like historically something that I do in an instant, but it definitely happens. And did he, the, I guess the juice led up to the squeeze because you loved everything on the insides too. Like he was like totally a match. Yeah. We ended up sitting together at that brunch on accident. And um, there were a lot of big personalities in that group of friends. Um, and I was like, he feels like not chaos. I'm going to sit here. And I just thought he was hilarious and really kind. Um, we share a sense of family and faith and all of that and fashion. Like I remember his uh, <laughs> his sister works for um, Celine and Elia. She's in the fashion world. <laughs> and he decided to use that as like one of the opening lines. You know, he was like, I don't know if you've um, ever heard of Elia, but my sister actually works for him. And I was like, I have Elia boots on my feet right now. What are you talking Stop about? It. You know, so we just like had all of this, um, all of these really fun things in common. And uh, yeah, I married him eight months later in Las Vegas at midnight. You, How is it to get married in Las in the Little White Chapel? We did vow renewals at the Little White Chapel for our one year, but that night um, they had closed early. They weren't open past like nine o'clock when we uh, got married. And so we just got a room at the Wynn and found this 24-hour efficient. And she and her 82-year-old husband came in and married us at midnight. It was so cute. So y'all like had to get married. You decided you're like doing this now. Yeah. And I would say like at the time I was like, it was so impulsive, you know, but now looking back, I was like, no, it was just me getting back to my instincts. It was mm. a very instinctive for me to do. And it sounds it like really he in the- general is your instincts. Yeah. Cause you, and I think him. he was getting, yeah. Okay. And we just did not ask anybody's opinion about all the things because we, we didn't need it, but that was a diversion for me. I've, asked everybody's opinion about every bit of minutia in my life for like the past five years before that, you know? So it was just time to like get back to self for sure. Yeah. Even just like being in a band with your brothers, like as much as you love them and as much as y'all have like such a bond and a connection and a musical connection, like even just to not even ask them their opinions, this is just fully you with everything. Right, separation. Do you have to kind of like negotiate and get on the same page creatively, but also in life, right? Because you all have to tour together. So you're needing to make decisions about what you will and won't pursue in a particular touring year in your real life so that you can be free to do this. So yeah, it was just um, a marker in time 
marrying Johnny at Midnight in Vegas was just like, it was kind of the catalyst for all the things that have become, you know, the pursuit of, of solo music and singing with a solo voice, for sure. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you touring solo? I will after Little Man gets here. And you're going to be a traveling family, road family. Road baby. I feel like he'll be really adaptable because he has two really adaptable parents. Um, but 2024, we're just going to hit the road. Can't wait. Have you felt with the release of I, Die, of If I Die Young Part 2 and Bloom, have you felt like embraced? Have you felt welcomed back home? Have you felt what has been the feeling with Nashville, with country radio? Everything's changed so much. Yeah. I genuinely have felt a really warm welcome. I feel like um, people were ready to hear my voice in country music again. And that felt, I think I put out this one post. I was like, thank you for, for leaving the porch light on for me. That's kind of what it felt like was, you know, a welcoming thing. Um, but now we build it, you know, I feel like the first pieces have been amazing and everybody kind of is up to speed on where I've been and where I want to go from here. And now it's just, with everything that is modern country music, we're just building it brick by brick, you know, which is a fun process. I was like, I'm a new artist, but with benefits, you know? You said it's what? I'm a new artist with benefits. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, I get it. My husband's in a, sim- a similar situation. They have had four major label deals, had a huge number one with Smoke, and like they just made the same kind of thing, an album that they just decided to fully make on their own, the way they want to do it. Like, I mean, they've always been true to themselves, but like I get just the process of this whole industry. It's really, it's really something, but it's like, I've really started to notice now that I have been watching in this industry and observing it now for like the past 20 years, I really have noticed that if you are a true artist, like if you really are a true artist with something really on your heart and like this gift to share, it's going to work out for you because you can never leave it alone. Like real artists can never leave it alone. You can try to run away from it. You can try to like do something else, but it's going to like haunt you and chase you down. And so that's why I feel like if you truly are a real artist like you, 
you know, it's like, it's going to keep expressing itself. It's going to live for, you're going to always be making incredible music. And like, it's just, you're just meant to be, it's like, it's your destiny. You, you have feel to. that? I do. And I also feel like the commercial side of country music is more open than ever before for actual truth, you know, agreed more than ever before, but definitely, you know, in the last decade, it's gone through a lot of different waves, but for Jelly Roll to be able to be here, Luke Combs, you know, Lainey Wilson, Carly Pierce, like all of these people really genuinely singing about their, their real life and their real experiences. But then like it's hit music. Um, that feels really exciting to me. That's a good time in country that, music. That is a good time. Kimberly, and you're in on all of the cool stuff. I mean, that look at you glowing. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. I'm like, excited. What a fun journey. Okay, I have two more questions and I'll wrap up. What do you want to tell to someone who is maybe how you were when you started? You know, when you got your first record deal, it started, the rocket ship started going, your dream started to come true. But then, you know, they start getting other cooks in the kitchen and things like start getting bigger than even you, you know, but it's like when your dreams come true and it like, and it all starts to happen and everything that you were dreaming about in your East Tennessee apartment, like starts to happen. What would you tell your younger self in those moments? I think a couple of things. I think it's, I always had this sense that because it was building so quickly, um, there was a lot to lose. Like the wheels could fall off at any moment. Um, and I would have probably just told myself, like, just enjoy the ride and just keep cruising, keep taking all the big risks because the big risks are the ones that pay off, especially when you have a foundation under your feet, like keep living on the edge. Um, I think that's really where growth comes from, but then also understanding that it, it is a marathon, not a sprint. So all of those really, just tough days when you have a million people telling you something you don't want to hear. I think there is a good filter system to go like, let me at least listen to what's being said and then pair that with my gut. And then we will find the best way forward because there is with a team of people, there is some compromise that has to be made to keep moving forward and not kill momentum. So I would have, those things kind of sound contradictory. Like keep taking risks, keep your hand on the steering wheel, but also like, listen, but I think have your grand counsel, like have your grand counsel, but then you make the decision. Cause it takes a village. It really does to make it all move forward. And you got to keep the village happy. How do you stay mentally? What what are your tips for like mentally? If you like feel yourself getting into like a space, that's kind of not where you want to be mentally. What do you do to get yourself out of it? I have a few things. I have a really good circle of friends that I call and like vent to. And sometimes it's like, I don't even want advice right now. I just need to get this out because I just don't want to bottle it up and keep chewing on it. Um, You know, I I pray a lot. It's sort of like, look, creator, God, you're the one that like brought me to the dance in the first place. You made me to do it. So you're going to have to, I'm just sort of relinquishing control. And you're going to have to help put one foot in front of the other. It's a nice feeling to go like, um, it's my responsibility to be true to my gift, but that's really all I can do to move it forward. And I'll leave that in providential hands. So that's, that's a good perspective for me to keep. And then also, you know, when I'm not pregnant, just have a couple of glasses of wine. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You're awesome. Okay. (laughs) I always end with leave your light and it's just a summary of your wisdom. One thought no, uh, it could be anything that comes to mind. What do you want people to know? Hmm. 
that blooming is a beautiful thing, but it is the process that defines what the outcome of the flower looks like. So embrace all the violence of the process because that beautiful blossom is like they're waiting on you at, at the end of it. Embrace the violence of the process, Kimberly. Because <laughs> that means like the heart. What does that mean to you? You just have to explain that because that is amazing. I love that you put it like that. I just think the process is about, um, I mean, there's a lot of heartache in it sometimes, right? It's just like you're building the muscle of figuring out how to stand on your own two feet. And that's just work. You only build that with resistance, but resistance can break your heart from time to time. Um, but it is a necessary part of, of all of it. Of the bloom. Man, and how you embrace it determines what blooms, the flower that blooms. Gosh, so do the hard work and the in the violence of the process to get the beautiful bloom. That is so yeah. profound. <laughs> well, congrats on your personal journey, your baby journey, your music journey, and just your homecoming to all things you yeah. and to yourself. And I think I feel it all over the way you're expressing yourself, like the way you look, your imaging, like your song, your music, like everything just feels so aligned. I'm so happy for you. What a great season. Thank this you. All, a great all season. the blossoms <laughs> Thank yes. you. Also call up Steve Harvey and make like a, um, a super team for Family Feud. I think that needs to happen in our future. I'm here for it. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> just don't. Thank sexual you. So much. <laughs> all right. Have a great day, Kimberly. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.